But uh, right now, I don't know where, um, you know, you know, we all want to travel and travel is part of what makes it such a, so great to be alive at the moment. But, you know, uh, the, 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 uh, the downside and we, is that it is because of international travel, um, you know, this virus has spread so rapidly, but this is the nature of things. Um, we, I always, <clears throat> we always make the, 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 um, the example that, um, in, in the Middle Ages, the Black Plague took, um, six months to a year to get from one country to the other, from, from the East to Europe. And then, um, you know, when, when SARS, uh, the swine flu, I think it was, uh, came out in the, in the mid, uh, in, in the early 2000s, it was a single flight from, uh, from the East to Toronto. And so within one or two days, the disease had crossed several time zones. So, you know, it's exciting times, but it comes with risks. So the South African business sector is gradually getting back to normal as more airports are opening. Uh, Transport Minister Fihile Mbalula today announced that in addition to the original four airports that are currently operating, the following domestic airports will reopen from the 1st of July. The Bram Fischer International Airport, the Kruger Mpumalanga International Airport, Peter Maritzburg Airport, Port Elizabeth International Airport, Richards Bay Airport, and Skoguza Airport, as well as Uppington International Airport. Now, we have on the line with us um, Bonnie Smith, the FCM General Manager for South Africa, and she has welcomed the development, and she joins me on the line at the moment. Good evening, Bonnie. Good evening. How are you, Ismail? I'm, Ismail I'm, I'm very well indeed, thank you. Can't wait to, you know, go on holiday, not that I can afford it, but, you know, as long as you know the idea is there that you can. Yeah, I think I think that's the, the thoughts and feelings of every South African currently. Right. Um, you know, what have you made of uh, Figila Mbalula's uh, announcement today? Yeah, I think it's quite exciting um, that we're seeing more and more airports open. Um, I think it's, it's um, developing signs that they're, they're starting to think about opening the economy um, and opening the borders, which right. is music to our ears. Well, yeah, it comes with its, you know, it's come with its risks. But you know, business travels, the business travel sector is gradually back to the usual swings, and 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 that is that is really good because very many people uh, who have, you know, the, I know of well, at least one, but I, one shouldn't generalize. Person who works in Johannesburg, but lives in the Western Cape, and then flies back and forth, and has been getting into the swing of working from home and. And is able now to fly back and forth to Johannesburg, but has chosen to continue working from home. Yeah, and that's definitely a, a feeling coming from a lot of our, our corporate customers. Um, it's, it's that overwhelming feeling of chaos, and right. um, I think people are worried about you know getting COVID and making sure that they stay safe and they keep their families safe. And I think. What lockdown opened our eyes to is that you don't always have to get on an aircraft and it, it is easy to work from home. But I think that there's still um, a lot of customers out there and a lot of people that actually want to get on a plane. They want yeah. to see people face to face and they want to do business um, with people in a board meeting. So I think it will be a staggered approach. I don't think everyone's going to rush back onto an aircraft straight away. And I think it's making sure that customers understand what a safe travel look like, right. and how do they make sure that they um, can do everything in their power to remain as risk free as possible? You know, you, you you remind me of a very 
important issue there. Um, and, and it's, 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 it's generally, generally valid, but, you know, not sitting in a meeting person to person, um, has very many negative aspects which we don't realize. Um, mm. we take, I take this from communicating with a friend by, via WhatsApp and not just that, uh, previously through SMSs. So much nuance is lost. Uh, you know, facial expressions, yeah. um, body language during these Zoom meetings that it's, it's difficult to actually really get to know what people are actually saying. Because, you know, as, in as much as I personally encourage people to, you know, listen with your ears, but also listen with your eyes, listen with your face, you know, because, you know, listen in a, in a, in a holistic way, speaking that is that way too. So you can send very many messages with your body as you can with your mouth. So, you know, it's a difficult replacement, especially in business meetings. Yeah, 100% agree. And I think that level of personalization, you know, you jump on a Zoom call, um, you sort of jump into the call straight away. I, I feel like the the opening up and just talking to people has gone um, because right. of that. I imagine that the people miss, but I agree with you 100%. I think body language, um, eye contact, um, you know, that that kind of stuff, is, is really important in when you're building relationships. So yeah. um, I think there's definitely a need for, for people to be around a table again and, and talk to each other. Absolutely. But it's going to come slowly. Yeah. What kind of proactive me- uh, measures should the business travel sector put in place? So things that FCM um, Travel is looking at the moment is how do we get um, data that is relevant? There's, there's so much around COVID at the moment. You can log in in the morning and have 15 different emails from 15 different people around 15 different versions of of what's happened to them. And I think it's trying to shift through the noise and really understand the data, the facts, um, and how to uh, take that data and make it um, real in your life. Um, I think it's making sure that the, the protocols that you're taking um, are the simple things that they've spoken about, wear a mask, clean your hands, um, sanitize, um, use sanitizer all the time. And I think if customers or anyone getting on an aircraft or anyone looking to travel in, in any in any way um, or form, if they're making sure that they understand the facts and they're making sure that they um, know how to personally look after themselves, then you should be okay to travel. Yeah. I have, a, you know, something here that, that you know, once travel is allowed, uh, Airlines will uh, will be allowed to provide uh, flights, uh, in-flight meals, and these meals must be pre-packed and placed in front of the seat for each passenger before passenger boards the aircraft to minimize movement during flight. And you know, so that that's that's a a, a, a forward-looking um, me- measure, I would say. Yeah, definitely, and quite new because um, the flights that have been open for the four airports before this there was absolutely no meals um, um, served. So um, this has um, just been released today um, with following the news of the airport. So I think what's important on flights is what they want is once passengers are seated, that as much as possible you stay seated um, and stay within your sort of own space right. um, to minimize the passing of, of, of the virus. Yeah, Real-time information is crucial to provide travelers yeah. with peace of mind for their upcoming travels. 
Um, so when global uh, regulations changed daily and different countries imposed different requirements by the hour, you know, this might have an impact, um, you know. So, so it's probably good, as you pointed out, to do it in stages, you know, because it's okay for us. You know, we're in this, we are South Africa, we're in, in, in a single time zone and, you know, those kind of things. Yeah, and, and like you say, it changes all the time. So what was the visa requirement, you know, three months ago could change. And I think that's really important is keeping up to date with that information and making sure you have one source right. that you can go to and that you feel is reliable information. Right. Uh, we launched we launched what we call a traveler hub for our um, corporate customers to be able to go on at any time and understand in any part of the world what is the virus looking like, how could you travel there? Are borders open? Um, if borders are open, what does that mean from a South African point of view? As we know right now, we can't travel internationally and our borders remain closed for that. Um, but if customers wanted to do um, travel in other countries between Europe, what can they and can't no. they do? Um, and I think that's really important, making sure that you understand that information because travel is going to change so much. Yeah. Um, you know, they're saying you probably need two hours um, to check in for a domestic flight, which is unheard of. Most people used to check in online and get to the airport just for boarding. So that that changes completely a day trip down to Durban. Well, I'm I'm uh, because I'm so scared of flying. I get there three hours before the time and go through the portions. <laughs> but I, you know, there's been an interesting development. I, you know, we we need to verify this. But um, Europeans are European countries or the the EU. And perhaps even Britain are, are placing uh, very serious visa regulations on people from the United States. Have you read that? Have you yeah, come across that? Yeah, I have come across some of that information. And yeah, I think it's a wasting game at the moment. It's definitely a worry um, how visa regulations are going to change. And another thing that's um, quite interesting is if you travel, if they open up borders into Australia, um, if you travel there, you've actually got a quarantine for two weeks. So I don't mm. see anyone getting on a plane and rushing over very quickly. So all of those kinds of rules and regulations are really going to change the way the world travels. Yeah. The, 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 the requirement for health certificates and the 14-day quarantine, that, that hampers business meetings, uh, business travel a bit, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely it does. I mean, you could never get on a on a on a plane, I mean, you know, you're going, a lot of businessmen will go into Europe, um, travel through the night, land in the morning, probably attend a two or three day board meeting or, right. uh, and jump back on a plane. If, if you've got to put yourself in quarantine for 14 days, that's absolutely just not going to happen. Um, and that's when you, and that's where you will see, um, customers adapting to the new ways of travel or the new normal, as oh. we say. Uh, yeah, I've, I, I've had that. Um, experience, and you know, I shouldn't over-dramatize it, but of flying um, from Oatambo to um, Charles de Gaulle on a Friday night uh, for meetings in uh, in, France, uh, in Paris on the Saturday, and then going to London via Eurostar on the Saturday, late on the Saturday, and w- uh, working on a Sunday and flying back on a on a, on a Sunday mm. on, a, on a Monday. Uh, Overnight to to land back at Oratambo on a Monday, so you basically, you know, you can get a lot of work done, but this quarantine will restrict that. Yeah, the fourteen day quarantine. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so it's imperative then that you, well, not you personally, but your your company and um, flight center travel group 
uh, you know, advise, uh, are these, is this all this information? Uh, well, I'm sure not, not, not immediately, but all this information on, uh, preparations will be available on your website and, and your, um, you know, your agents and we'll, yes. we'll brief. Yeah, absolutely. So, so two ways of getting the information, any of our websites. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once you've gone to our website, we've got um, the Traveller Hub. And in the Traveller Hub section, you can find anything and everything you need to know about travel, um, about um, COVID, about the new restrictions, hotels opening, um, car hire and how that works. So we've got all that information there. But also, if you are a customer of ours, um, our agents are available. You know, you can have it firsthand from our people. We training um, daily on how to deal with the new norm of travel. So our people are well equipped to deal with our customers' questions um, in, in, in business travel as, as well as leisure, to be honest. Uh, any other advice on travel risk management you would like to share um, while we have you on the line? Um, I think it's just about you know, people understanding that there is going to be a new norm. I think South Africans are quite resilient people, and I think we want to travel. Um, And I think once the chaos is gone, um, although travel will be quite an anxious um, thing to get through, it's just really understanding with reliable information, um, look at the data, um, think about your robust travel risk management programs and how do we how do we mitigate the anxiety based on those um, and and let us navigate you through the uncharted waters that sounds sensible i want to thank you for joining us and um bunny um you know it's it's uh we're in difficult times but uh we'll make it through this but you know so uh, we wish you wish you well with your is is you, your website well known and your information uh, is accessible readily? Yes. Okay, that's great. So thanks for joining us this evening. Thank you. Thanks right. for having me on the show. You're welcome.